Okay, so here we go, finishing up Per Chafala, Bez Hashem, Vitimsa, Ki Yisroel Hayun Golim Mitzad Hatfila, Kedixiv Yishman Akasam, that's one, U Mitzad Chazde Avos, Kedixiv Yizkar Elokim as Briso. Like we said, the zechira is mitzad chesed, or mitzad hadin. Kedikse vayar lokim as bnei Yisrael vezel b'midas hadin k'moshe is buyer. Like we've explained already, that when you look at something, you see all the imperfections, all the little, all all the little details. Habota looking down on something, the scepter coming down to Esther Malka, like we've spoken about. And then finally, Umitzad Harachamim Diksiv Vayede Lukim. Now, as we pointed out, uh, the Maharal didn't go into what the, what the first one is, Mitzad Hatfila. Right, that the Vayishma, uh, he didn't go into that. Um, we'll just mention it briefly. Do, 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 do we discuss this? What the fourth one is? So, I, I think we've discussed the concept of whenever. Whenever there is in the Chazal, like a, there's very frequently it happens that there's going to be a certain list, let's say three things, Vayesh Omrim, a fourth thing. Or a Das Yachet says a fourth thing. Have we, have we discussed that? I don't think so. Ari? I, I, it sounds familiar, but I don't remember, so we should definitely go over it. Okay. Um... There's there's a whenever you're talking about something the different components of something you can discuss all the different parts and then you can discuss another aspect which is when they all come together Right, the people use uh, sometimes rabbis when they're trying to do a, uh, a drasha and they're trying to do a you know work out of the bar mitzvah boy's name is alluded to in the in the in, in the psukim that they're that they're talking about right so so they so they get pretty close and then they oh they're I'm only off by one so we'll just use the kolel right <laughs> so, what. What, what does that mean? So first of all, they're not using Kol or, or or something like that. It means they're using this concept of that there is, now of course, seemingly that there probably that would not be valid. But um, the concept of the Kolel is that I have, let's say, the three Avos, Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, and then I have the concept of avos, the concept of establishing a 
Yichus, a lineage that includes all three of them, it's a summation of it all. Right? Now, you know, the, the, the concept, the sum is greater than, the, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Right? Even though the whole has nothing in it. So the, the, the expression for that is a lays bay migrame klum. There's nothing in it from itself. Lays bay, there's not in it, migrame, from itself, klum, nothing. Right? All it is, is a bucket where these different kohos can come together. That's the, the unification of everything, okay? Um, that's an expression, that, that's, that's a very feminine trait. That's the concept of expressing, bringing out. I mean, the only thing that bucket does is serves to be a place for them to be in. Right? It's to say... Um, Let's discuss over here, right? So, Hashem Zocher Chaz Deyavos, and Hashem looks down and sees all the wrongdoings of the Mitzvah, and Hashem has Rachmanus, and Klaus because He knows who we really are, and we have a deep internal connection. But none of that is going to happen if there's not a context within which for it to happen, if there's not a, um, a vehicle, if there's not something to facilitate it all, something to, to hold it all in place, right, to, to, to contain it all. So what is that, Noah? So I can't hear you? It's the... Uh, this God is probably the Hashem himself. No. It's the Tfilah. First of all, it was a dead giveaway because we're currently talking about the four things. Uh, we, we go like this a lot. Okay, before we get back to what we were talking about, so I, you know, I don't know what part of the process we're going to so go back to going back to the text. Okay, so... It's the seal, right? Meaning, you, step number one is you got to open up. The, the, yeah, we can talk about lots of different things, right? You and I, we can talk about the chesed, the din, the rach. But there is the conversation, right? There's opening of the conversation. Now, that conversation will contain in it the zahira and the re'iya. And the idea, the chesed, the din, the rachamim, right? But there has to be a conversation. Has to, you need the bucket inside of which you can have these three things. That's the nukva, right? That's why we learn. Who do we learn tefillah from, Ari? Oh wait, we have Dan on the phone. Dan, who do we learn tefillah from? Um, from a single person. <laughs> The Gemara says we learned Fila from Hana. Hana. Very good, Dan. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. 
We learned Tefillah from Chana, right? It's, it's not by coincidence that we learned Tefillah from Chana, because, because Tefillah is, uh, is, is this feminine concept of coming up and, uh, and opening yourselves up to, to, uh, to, these, to these different meadows, to these different interactions, we, we deal with Hashem on many different levels in the tefillah. But the tefillah itself is the context within which it all happens. Okay? So that's called malchus. Okay? Just you know, to, put, to put a name to it. Not that... Yeah, well, we don't like to say names unless they actually mean something. So hopefully now that we, if we understand it a little bit, you, uh, we, can, we can have a name to it. Otherwise the names don't mean anything if there's no, if there's no understanding of it. Okay, does that make sense? So that's why, like I was saying before, that sometimes you'll have in Chazal, the Chazal will list three things, and then V'yesh Omrim, a fourth thing. Right? So that you can rest assured that the three things are the three main channels of impacting something, or interacting with something. And the fourth one is Lays Bay Migrimi Klum. It has nothing from itself. But it is the bucket within which this is all going to take place. Right? It's the Nukva. So that's the. That's why on the Mitzadach uh, you don't count it because there's nothing new. But Yeshomrim, you do count it because from another perspective, but, but it is bringing something which is, is unifying all of those other things. I mean, it's not an independent new thing, right? Let's talk about, uh, um, I have, I have wood, I have the design, I have the shape, I have the glue, I have the screws, I have the crescent, but then when it all comes together and I have a table, I have a table, I have nothing new. So on the one hand, if I'm listening to you what I have here, I should just list wood, glue, and screws. But on the other hand, I should also say that I have here a table. That's a yeshomer. You could take it like this, you could take it like that. Everyone has to agree there's wood. Everyone has to agree that there's screws. Now it depends on how you're counting it, how you're listing it, if you're gonna if you're gonna have this fourth one. Okay? This is something that's important to understand for Anywhere we go and look at the words of Chazal, we have, we have to understand this concept. Well, why is this the model that we're... It sounds more like the Isru Sadila Sata, Isru Sadila Ela kind of model. No. No, no connection. This is any model you're working in. I mean, they're, they're, they're crying out and Hashem responds. Is that Isru Sadila Sata, Isru Sadila Ela? Um... In this, in this, in this case, uh, yes, that's true. But we're just saying we're just trying to go much broader. I, here, yes, I'm talking about anytime you see a concept of four, that's what you. The, you know, I shouldn't say anytime. Anytime you see a concept of three and one, then you can more or less assume that that's what we're talking about. Maybe maybe another way to go three and one, but that's that's going to be the common way. So, so the the fourth year is the conversation, the dialogue. 
the impetus. Yeah. Meaning, Kalasal calling out, but and Hashem hearing. Boom! Now, it hasn't done anything yet. I'm here, I'm, I'm just listening. I, nothing, nothing has happened so far. Right? Except that if without this, not, there is nothing to talk about either. If you don't get that meeting with that, with that client, right? You got nothing. But if you do get that meeting with that client, you still have nothing. If you don't get the, I'll say it again. If you don't get the meeting with the, with the with the client or with the potential boss that that interview, if you don't get the meeting, you have nothing. But if you do get the meeting, you still have nothing, right? Like it's just a meeting. Just a meeting. Nothing. Nothing has happened. You haven't made, you haven't made a single good point. There's absolutely no reason to think that uh, you that, that the person is going to agree to you, right? It's, 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 but it's a hexer to it. It allows, it facilitates the potentially you could, you know, convince the person or make the sale or get the job or, or whatever, whatever you want to talk about. Okay, we're good. By the way, guys, the, um, the phone that's, that you see over here, this is, uh, Ophir. Uh, Noah has already met, knows Ophir. Uh, Ari has as well. Dan, have you met Ophir? No. Okay, so um, no. Ophir just moved uh-huh. to Chicago from uh, from St. Louis. He finished up law school and is currently starting for his bar exam. He's a Mahon guy. Mahon Yaakov, Ophir? Ophir? Uh, yeah, I'm Mahon Yaakov. Mahon Yaakov, okay. Very good. Okay, so, so, let's, so here we go. Let's... Uh, this is too big of a topic to deal with entirely over here, and it's really not even necessarily the place. Just being that we dealt with the three extensively, and then the morality just kind of left Vila off the page for a while, and then just kind of brought her back and mentioned to us that there's this fourth aspect, so we had to discuss it a little bit. Okay. Vela, Badvarim, his Kirla Moshe, Gamkein, Amar, Anochi, Eloke, Avraham, Eloke, Yitzhak, Veloke, Yaakov. His kirlo has the avos. Shebishvil ze bo legoil osam. Says number one. Vaacha kachamar reisi on yami. I share with Mitzrayim. Vesakosam shamati kiedati es machovov. So here we have all four of the things. Right, we have first the avos, the the remembrance of the chazde avos, and then we have the reia, that's the midas hadin of what the mitzrim are doing is inappropriate, right? And then we have the shmia is out of order, of course, because uh, pasuk is not coming to show us the upward progression. Um, so you have the you have the Hashem hearing our tefillos. We kind of cracked open the conversation. And you cra- it it opened the door. It cracked open the conversation. You have nothing so far, but at least now Hashem is listening. And then finally you have the idea, which is the rachamim. So there we are. So the Maral is saying that it's not just 
in the initial, in, in, in what the Psukim describe Hashem as doing, but that even Hashem tells Moshe explicitly the same thing, that these, that these four are what's happening, the Yizkir Lo Elo Ha'arba Dvorim, Kamosha Zacharnu, Rak Shehizkir Hashmia Beinari'ia V'yediya, Shmia was put out of order, Vahula Tamnifla, that's a, that's a uh, very lofty reason why that is, Kikasher Yizkir Re'isi Aniyami, Asher B'Mitzrayim Miyad, Ru'i, Chaber Alav, Vesakosam Shamati. You need to put the hearing of the Tfilos next to the seeing of the suffering. Kiatsaaka, who Ala Inui Beatsmo. The people cry out from suffering. Okay, so he's saying that usually Hashem is saying in all these things, right? Um, I have seen. I, I, you say, you would say first the verb, I heard, you would expect, I heard their tears, or I saw their pain. I, I, this here is being done in the other order because the Pasuk is saying Tsa'akosom Shamati in order to connect that Tsa'akosom to the suffering that they're going through in Mitzrayim. To show you that obviously a person call, cries out, calls out in pain from the suffering that they're having. Right? So that so he's showing us that the Pasuk, whenever we have a breakage in the expected flow in the Pasuk, means that there's a, like we've spoken about, there's different those, there's a different, there's a progression of how things should go, right? Of how we process things. We may, maybe tell them, Kim, here's how here's how it works with us. Here's how it should work with Hashem. But so there, if there's a disruption, it means the Torah is coming to tell us something else. There's another message that's more important than than that message. So that's why it causes a different order of things over here. So here we're not coming to stress that message. We're coming to stress the fact that the suffering causes the Jewish people to to be tzoyek, to scream out to Hashem, and that causes the Shmiya. Yeah, does that make yeah. sense? Sorry, subject. We're saying the Shmiya is the fourth element that we, we've been talking about that puts the whole thing in the very context. Uh, that's what the Maral is saying. That's explicit Maral over here, yes. And so he's bothered, why is it out of order? It should have been put the last one, it should have been first the remembrance of the Avos, then the Re'iya of the suffering, then the Yediya, and then finally the Shmiya. Because well, that, that, that's the thing that leads to all of them all together. The Shmiya. Okay, so let's just speak this point out. Um, 
let's back, let's back all the way up, right? When the Psukim are describing what actually happened, right, back in the very beginning of this parak, right? So then, how does it go? It says, Vayishmelukim Esnakasim, Hashem heard. And it says Shmia. Then it jumps all the way up to Zahira, remembering. Re'iya, seeing. And finally, Yidiya. Right? So that's, that is how the Pasuk there chose to present it. Again, like we're saying, the Shmiya is the opening of conversation as the Malchus down here. That could be really put, could be put first, it could be put last, but th- those three are expected to go in order. Right? Chesed, Din, Rachamim. Now, you could, depending if you're doing from up to down or down to up, you could be the other way around. It could be, are you talking about what we did to arouse? If you're talking about what we aroused, then we would first arouse Rachamim, then, then we would arouse Din, and then we would arouse Chesed. If you're talking about from Hashem, then you should go Chesed, Din, Rachamim, right? But here, when Hashem is telling Moshe what he did, it's the the Shmiya is wedged in between the Re'i and the Yediyah. That's That there's no normal way to understand why that should be. Right? That, that, meaning, the Shmiya, which we're saying is the lowest one, is the Malchus, the opening of the conversation, right? That could be the first one, could be the last one, Right? But it's but it shouldn't be the one wedged in between the din and the rachamim. Okay, does that make sense? So the moral is saying that the reason why is to tell you which tefillah is the most powerful tefillah, and that's called tsaaka. Tsaaka when a person screams out to Hashem, right? When when the when the people talk about. You know, there's no there's no atheist in the foxhole. They're talking about a very particular type of a tefillah called sa'aka. Sa'aka is like we say on on, on Rosh Hashanah, right? That sa'aka it tears up gzardin also. Sa'aka is is an extremely powerful screaming out to Hashem to be saved, right? That's that is um, it's a particular type of a tefillah. It's a very powerful type of a tefillah, which definitely gets the Hashem's attention very much. Right? That that will get you an interview. It, 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 again, like we said, it, it may not guarantee anything. Right? But that type, but a tzaaka will definitely open up the conversation. That's what the Maral is saying over here. That that's why it's put right after the suffering. And then it's also the order of Shmi and Tsa'akar exchange is not Shamati Tsa'akasam, it's Vitsa'akasam Shamati. To show you that the Tsa'aka, which is coming from the suffering, that's the one that, that, that gets the Shmi. Okay, does that make sense? Yeah. Um, the implication from this is kind of troubling. I'm not sure if anybody else is sensitive to this. Is that, uh, are we saying that sometimes Hashem doesn't care about our defeatless? But they have no impact. He's not listening. Okay, so uh, so for you, because uh, you know, you, you, I think you appreciate this language more. Is 
that you're not really listening to your own views. That you're not really talking to Hashem, whatever it may be. So, the, so it doesn't uh, doesn't penetrate, right? Just like we have many different layers. If you want to, when we talk deep, deep down from inside of our soul, then it'll then it'll get hurt. If you're just moving your lips, it's not gonna it's not gonna do anything. But that doesn't have to be the level of I'm crying out for salvation. I mean, that can just be. That's that level. That that is a very very deep. You know that that cry of help is uh, is so deep that that's uh, that that will get will touch that inner point more than anything else. That that you're saying that there's sort of like a a threshold here, right? Something moving your lips and not caring is not going to get Hashem's attention. Then you cross a threshold of a certain level of kavana where Hashem is listening. And at the maximum extreme of that threshold is crying out for salvation. So what we're saying is that this is this is this crying out for salvation is one of the most extreme example of types of tefillos that are heard by, by Hashem. And and again and um, okay we we. If we're gonna go, I'm happy to go into it. It'll take the rest of the of the hour. Do we, we need we need the we need consent over here from from the other participants? I mean, we we would finish the we would finish the parak. There's only like ten, three lines left. We would finish the parak. I'm saying yes or no should we finish the last 10 lines and absolutely ten, ten. no yeah. problem yeah. so Lufikach uh, Amar Vesakosum Shamati Vulomar Shamati Zakosum. Sorry, uh skip a little bit. Akamar Zakosum Shamati Lechaber Tsalakosum Ella Inui Kihu Dovarachad. Really, Tsalaka comes from the Inui. Ubihaskolos Hakasuv Yevshar Lahashil Bishmiya. Meaning, so ideally, we, we just like back there, we started off with the Shmiya, so to over here we should have. But here we can't do that. Shaharei, Hayatzarech Loimar, Anochi Elokei Avicha, Elokei Avraham, Elokei Yitzchak, Velokei Yaakov, Ubo Hizkir, Zuchus Avos, Vachaka Hizkir, Hadvorim, Beseder Karoui. So I think here the Maral is addressing a different question. 
he's addressing, okay, but back in back in Vayishma Elokim Esna Akosum, right back there, we just opened up with the Shmiya right away. Right? Um, why here don't we do that? I mean, it's a different question. It's not a question of why is the Shmiya wedged in between the the Din and the Rach. I mean, the question is why don't why don't we open up with the Shmiya, being that conceptually that is the best place for it? So you know that when is just talking about Hashem, what He's doing. So the best thing to say is is the Shmiya. But here Hashem is talking to Moshe Rabbeinu. So He's saying, I am the God of Avraham, Isaac, and Yaakov, so to speak, an identification, an establishing of the relationship of why Hashem is getting involved, etc. So once that's the case, then that already kind of forces the Pasuk to discuss the Zechira, right? And once you already mentioned the Zechira, which is Chesed, so then you're already kind of in that progression. Now, we could have still then mentioned Shmiya last, like I said. Right? You, you could mention Shmiya first. You could mention Shmiya last. Why are you sticking in the middle, right? So, it's two different questions. Question number one is, why didn't... Or question number two, I should say. The last question over here. Why didn't the Psukim over here, where Hashem is telling Moshe Rabbeinu what happened, why doesn't it follow the same pattern as with the description of Psukim of what actually did happen, where the first thing is the Shmiya, and afterwards is the Zechira, Re'iyah, and Yediyah. So he's saying that because Hashem here needs to come to Moshe Rabbeinu and tell him, this is an introduction, there's, there has to be, first Hashem has to kind of tell Moshe Rabbeinu who he is, so to speak. So that's why he's saying, I am the, I am the God of Avram, Isaac, and Yaakov, and once that's the case, then the automatic is, and I remember the Chesed that they did, right? That, that's, that's, uh, that's the Zechira. So then already we're kind of in that. Okay, but put, so then if that's the case, put, put the Shmiya last. And there's no, because we want the, we want, then already we have an advantage, we want to put the Shmiya next to the, because since the Shmiya was of the Tzaka, of the screaming, and that's from the suffering, we put that after the, seeing the suffering of the Jewish people. Okay? Ad Khan Perkafalov. Now, Noah is asking, um, why is it only Tsa'aka that tears up Xardin? Why is it only Tsa'aka that is so powerful in getting that? Isn't just as long as you get over the threshold, you get it feels hurt. So obviously the answer is that okay, well we just unfolded our annual fundraiser, which is a not safe Torah. So, of course, all the analogies now are going to be linked to that, right? So, um, if I now, um, now, you know, we hang up the posters around town, people know that we're making a safe Torah, and then I pick up the phone and I, and I try to get an appointment with uh, Mr. Gutniki over there, right? It's going to be very tough, very tough, right? Because, you know... He knows that this is a fundraising call, right? He's not going to want to. He's not going to want to pick up the phone. Okay, he's going to hide behind his team of lawyers, right? 
Um, Talk about a conflict of interest. <laughs> <laughs> so. I mean, you call from now on is going to strike fear into the hearts of anyone you receive well, your number. Right, exactly. Uh, e- well, only if the person views uh, a charitable donation to Kol Teres Ami as, a, as an ask. If they view it as an opportunity, then they call me first, like I've had people do. But um, anyway, so the point is that Kiviyachal, right? So with Hashem, so it depends. You know, what are we talking about, right? If you're talking to Hashem about, hey, you know, I really want to you know, make this boss over here, okay, maybe he'll help you make the boss, you know, catch, catch the boss, catch the train or whatever, right? If you're talking about ending the Gauls Mitzrayim, right, that there's been, there was a Gzar Din, there was a Brisbane of Basarim, where Hashem decreed in Avram Avinu a, something that's very, very harsh and difficult, but obviously it's something very, very necessary, and now you're talking about Bimavatal that, so Kiviyachal, we can imagine Lots of barriers, um, walls and curtains and doors and sound insulation materials that have been put up so that Tila shouldn't be heard. Right? Now, again, it's an analogy. It means to say that how many obstacles are there to open up the conversation about getting this thing annulled? Right? And the obstacles are all the reasons why it shouldn't happen. Does that make sense? So mazel, whether whether it be mazel, or you know the divine plan, or or whatever it is, right? Meaning, there's there's the uh, the world is very complicated. Hashem built the world in a very complicated way, where there's a plan. Now the plan, we can't understand the, how Bechir and Yedia interact. Of course, like the Rambam says in Chukos Chuva, that's an irreconcilable dichotomy. But um, they just look at it, we'll just separate it. I mean, Hashem, so to speak, laid down a certain pathway over here, right? But that pathway allows for us, if it's meaningful enough for us, if it's important enough for us, if we can get to a deep enough level, to a close enough connection, to overturn that decree, right? Like like the Gemara and Bracha says, that Hashem is mis'avil, that they are like a pitchfork, that they literally turn, whatever it is, Everything on his head literally takes it, but but that's but that means that you have to really get you know a, a, a very solid feel in there, right? To to be able to to be able to get that, to be able to get that leverage to flip that thing over. And the heavier the thing, the more power you need to flip her over. So a, a decree, a divine decree, a gzardin is very very difficult to overturn. Um, so that that requires a tzaka. Does that make sense? How is that fair? I see. It seems like the divine decree is is built as a reaction to whatever it is we're doing wrong down here. Either that, like I said, either that, 
or which mazel means a certain divine plan for let's say how things are meant to go, what you're supposed to, what your job in the world is, etc. Now th- that divine plan can be something flexible. Uh, it it'll be so unless you know enough. P- part of the plan could be that unless enough divine mercy is aroused, in which case that an alternative way. I mean, things could go in one of two pathways: either certain level of suffering, or a certain level of closeness and divine mercy that's atta- that's attained through tefillah or whatever it may be that kind of does the same job as the suffering would have. Right. So there's two roads to that same pathway. So it seems like that's trying to arouse in us some sort of some sort of internal work that we have to do. Some sort of most of we have to do on ourselves. And that will in turn, and that will in turn, fix up certain spiritual breakages and disconnects, which those breakages would have, you know, say in the world of Bria, right, where the Kohas Hanivdalim operate. There are breakages. Um, There were from the day that Adam Mauritian came into the world, right? He had he had a vote to do. He had to fix things. And since then, through all the Averis, there, 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 there's been a lot more. There's also been a lot of mitzvahs that have fixed a lot of things. Um, so, yeah, so that will make that rectification, will get that fix. And now, uh, that Shefa, that Brocha, that Chesed can come down. It's not going to get blocked. It's not going to... Right? we got a problem over here in the coal. We need, we need the, the, the sewage... Yeah, there's a blockage down there somewhere, right? That's talking to us, right? We got our tefillus are not... There's a blockage going on, right? Noah, when you just come today, Mincha, open that thing up. Open it up. I hope the goal is not relying on my tefillus for fixing anything. Um, I, I'm sorry, was that was that exact answer? I don't, I don't understand the equivalency. There seems to be an equivalency between the most we're supposed to be doing to fix up the blockages and the crying out. But, but that's, it's, it, the way we're presenting it right now, the crying out seems to be like a shortcut. Why? To, I'm to, out get, to, to get to a place where a person, when you cry out, what that means is you, you realize in the deepest, deepest way that you are completely in Hashem's hands. If you could just take that moment, freeze frame it, and just carry that out through your life, that would be a bukhin of Tzadik Yichya. Fair enough. Well, I'm just trying to draw the comparison. If, let's say, the reason why there's a blocky, because I'm an impatient person, which I am. And let's say I'm an impatient person, I have to work on my patience. And the reason why there are blockages in the, world, in the world is because I'm impatient. The body soul is impatient. As the crying out fix our impatience. Um, again, we didn't say it fixes everything. What we said is, it gets a person an audience. That you can accomplish with that saka. It is in some ways a shortcut. It's just a more difficult shortcut. You're going to be working much harder for a shorter time. Yeah, there are ways that a person can be Kono Olam The question is, that, that Kenyan of Olam that a person is Kono Bisha Achas, how robust is that Olam Haba? 
It's all about no question about it. How robust is it? How many different facets does it have? Right? When you're talking about our relationship with Hashem, right? Relationship is very, very... We hope to have a very multifaceted relationship, don't we? So, uh, there's right, lots of different things to work on. Someone who cries, someone who cries out like this, they get the single-faceted they, not necessarily that they do. I mean, are you saying there's a concept of a person acquiring all of Abba in one through one action? But I'm just pointing out that through that one action, you person will acquire one facet of dvekus, and that's the that's the dvekus that the person will have. Allah you love tzadikim, like the Chazal say. Again, it's just we have to understand what this number means, but. Chazal uh, say that uh, tzaddikim are going to get shy olamim. They're going to get 310 worlds in Olam Haba, which means 310 different facets and avenues of relationship with Hashem. Without getting into what that number means, yeah, and, and understanding that, that it's coming to say a concept and not a not a not to be mid gashem, not not to take this as a physical, concrete thing, right? So, the, but the point is that here we're not focusing on that. We're not we're not focusing right now on the fact that we're not even focusing on the on the tearing up of the exerdin. What we're focusing on is that a cry that comes from deep, deep, deep inside um, is something that is sure to open up a conversation. Not that that's what's always supposed to happen. That's not... That's not... Uh, tefillah has many... There's many different Lishonos in Lashon HaKodesh for Tefillah. And each one of them means something else. Each one of them is a different way to... talk to Hashem. Right? Here, the Tsa'aka is the result of the suffering. That That's the Tsa'aka. And that's what... In Mitzrayim, with all the blockages that there were, that's what managed to open up the conversation, and then therefore, and then everything else followed. Okay. Sorry, I'm just wanted to look exactly the fact here. When we work on specific areas of our character, that's that's lacking, right? Is a much to that this would be like it's like de-weeding or pruning a rose bush. Whereas a tzaka is like getting to the roots, roots, roots of the rose bush. Let's say at the end of the, the, the roses are, are dying on the, on the end of the rose bush. There, there are many different reasons why that would happen. There, there are weeds. There I hear the analogy. I hear the analogy. It sounds like a nice analogy. I'd have to think about it more. Okay. I'm gardening today, so I wanted to have the right time. Oh, Beautiful. Okay, uh, wait, is, 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 are there any people in the community that receive um, 